This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme park related rides, shows, attractions, you name it. We talk about it here, including churros. I'm your host, Jack Patillo, and of course, joining me as always is the beautiful, lovely, and talented co-host of mine, Jeff Ramsey. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi, Jack. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, Jeff. I'm excited because today we are returning to Epcot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize did I we ca- left. Did I catch you off guard with yeah, that? Yeah, I didn't realize we'd gone and then left. No, we're going to Epcot. We're going to a classic Epcot attraction, one that's been reworked a couple times. We're talking about Journey into Imagination with Figments, which is the newest version of it. But um, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, real quick, thank you, everyone, for watching Annual Pass. You guys are the absolute best. We love you very much. Don't forget YouTube.com slash Annual Pass. We're going to watch the video version of the show, which we just crossed a 1,000 subscribers, Jeff. Uh, oh, yeah. Congratulations, Jack. We, we're, we're coming up in the world. <laughs> we're making I, uh, it. I will say, uh, if you're listening it. to this podcast, probably sounds fine. Sounds yeah. normal. If you're looking at this podcast, I'm sorry. <laughs> I uh, I just got back from the orthodontist. Oh. Not sorry, orthodontist. I wish. I just got back from the endodontist, and I got my 347th <laughs> uh, root canal in the last year and so uh i i i I look worse than i sound yeah yeah Yeah. you you look like it's been it's been a long day for you what what time did you go to the dentist this morning uh i was in a chair at 7 30. oh yeah and i was woken up this morning by someone working on my solar panels at about 7 30 30, yeah yeah. so i got up at six you know i had to make breakfast for the kid and make her lunch and get all that ready Uh and then uh, out the door <laughs> on the bright side, just uh, what do you just get the grill, get the uh, full grill. Uh, that'll that'll be easier. Just uh, do, do the uh, you know the, uh, the full thing. You the the you know Paul Wall, Mike Mike Jones kind of kind of situation <laughs> going on here. Uh, well, he uh, Paul Wall does live in Houston, right? It's That's a short true. drive down there to get my grill. I uh, I will say on the bright side, um, I only have there are only so many teeth. <laughs> So. Well, as of right now, I mean, there's, it sounds like they're slowly going down. Jeez so. Louise. Oh, oh, man. man. Uh, well, hey, also, uh, real quick before we dive into it today, uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention to Twitter or anything, Jeff, but did you <laughs> no, see... No, I haven't. Did you see what Disney announced yesterday? Uh, so on the 16th of February, 2022, did you see what Disney announced? Uh, they announced a new theme park no. called Disney St- Disney Universe. Ah! No, no, oh. they didn't. They announced uh, they are partnering with a, a construction company, and they are building something. What? What is it? Story? What is it? What's the the term for it? Storyville? Story? Uh, Universe? Story Disney living? Universe. Story living? Thank you, Ben. Yeah, story living. So Disney is building uh, or partnering with a, a community builder, and they're building a neighborhood. Oh, that is basically the worst HOA on the planet. This is it's, yeah, it's like Margaritaville. Yeah, it's like yeah, one of those yeah. Jimmy Buffett retirement villages. Yeah. Yeah. And so the whole idea is you can live in Disney themed, Disney owned. No, no one's really sure exactly what it is, but it's Disney something community. Isn't that essentially the villages in Florida? Isn't that already there? <laughs> well, that's that's a retirement <laughs> thing. Um, but no, this, so, so this di- isn't just for old people. No, Young people can live here. From too. what I understand, yes, yeah. What, this is a, so the website just says story living by Disney, new home communities where your next chapter flourishes. Imagine your life set in a place where world famous Disney service is at the heart of it all. It's time to write the best chapter in the story of your life. Bring everything you've come to love and set the stage for even more. Be a part of a vibrant, inspiring community catering to the unique desires of those who've learned what's really important. 
Welcome to a place where you can live your life to the fullest and truly take pride in every new chapter to come. <laughs> Man, <laughs> so it, for people, people now complain about the, the price of uh, fast passes. Yeah. Imagine when they have to pay their property taxes. <laughs> yeah, I got an email, Story Living by Disney, the next chapter in the story of your life. And it's a bunch of people toasting. And uh, and someone, I think Disney Dan or someone pointed out all the, the promos had a lot of succulents in them. It's just like oh, it's succulents very, and very photos. Very deserty, yeah. Well, they're building it in the uh, in the desert in uh, uh, what, what's Palm Springs. Palm Springs, yeah, yep. yeah. So it's out, really? out in California. It's uh, So it's not even close to a theme. Theme park? No, 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 not at all. It's it's somewhere in California, but yeah, it's going to be a Disney community. Do you know? You and know, then if this goes well, they'll, they'll open more. I'm sure. You know those big uh, those big neighborhoods. We have them in Texas too, like in the suburbs where you have like a neighborhood pool, and then it has like a slide. Which mm-hmm. is like, wh- why didn't those exist in the 80s when we were kids? Like a neighborhood water slide. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I would love to see what Disney's version of that is because you know it's under scrutiny. Well, it says life inspired by world famous Disney placemaking. Weird. The Weird. Disney. Okay, this is from the website story storylivingbydisney.com. Uh, the Disney touch is at the heart of it all. Get the dog off the table. The dog's a part of the family, Jeff. Doesn't need to eat people food. It'll make it sick. <laughs> These communities are envisioned as enriching enclaves conceived with the simple notion of bringing people together. Managed by Disney cast members who deliver world class service and, of course, fun. No one else could bring to life such vibrant mix of inexperiences and activities that will inspire new passions. Welcome to a place featuring world-renowned service that puts you at the center of everything. It looks like they have eggs. Is that what picture of eggs down there? Uh, I think there. I think that's a giant orange and some limes and lemons. Oh, okay. It's at uh, an there, angle. There is an asterisk down here. Programming will require. <laughs> programming will, will require payment of dues and or fees to be subject to additional terms and conditions. So it's like you can live here, but you got to pay more yeah. to have the, Dis- you the Disney want, side of things. If you want the Disney experience in the middle of the desert, far, far away from any Disney attraction. You got it. There you go. We got it for you. So, so have you put in your application yet? Absolutely. I asked Ben to uh, go ahead and get the uh, annual pass house going right now. It's like, it's like, remember when streamers, that was the big thing, like streamer houses? We're going to yeah, do that. Yeah. We're going to have the annual pass house. Have so our own Netflix show. It's going to be the three of us hanging out you know, somewhere in the desert. It'll be a lot of fun. So anyway, that's Story Living. I have no idea what to think of that. Um, Disney did have a community uh, uh, that's actually, they built out. There was like a Disney-owned community already out in Orlando that I why can I not think of the celebration is the name of it okay. Ce- celebration there's a whole like little village out there still there it's still there uh, still owned by Disney no Disney backed out eventually and uh and yeah it was now it's like a very kind of like rich little spot within it's just off Disney property it's off of like 192 and uh they have like shops and stuff there it's a cool place to go but I don't know what made Disney bail out of it Apparently, a lot of Imagineers live there, and probably, uh, uh, probably not not enough succulents. <laughs> I guess not. I don't know how succulents do in Florida weather. It's yeah. a, lot, a lot more moist out there. So, uh, yeah. So if you know if you if you're planning on uh, joining the uh, Storyville, feel feel free to let us know in the comments. And if you think that's a good idea, gee, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear why that's a good idea. If, like if you know more about it than we do. I, I, uh, exp- sell us on it. I got to imagine it's just some developer went to Disney and said, hey, we'll give you X amount of ca- millions to use the Disney name on top of what we're doing. Yeah, a lot but- of people are compl- a lot of people comparing it's like the Bluth company where it's like we're going to build a neighborhood out in the middle of the <laughs> desert and just, you know, throw a cool name on it. I feel like Disney is uh, is not the company to do a high price logo slap, though. Yeah, they seem to have a. a 
you, you, more integrity to their experience. You would think so, but Disney, as of late, has been all about that cash. Mm. So Bob Jpack, the new uh, CEO, has been very, very cash-driven. Well, um, I'm I'm holding out for the Cedar Point community. That's where I'm going to live. Universal, man. Universal's loving us. As a matter of fact, uh, Disney yesterday raised the prices for tickets. Again, how, how much now? I don't know what the, the bump is, but they raised the price on pretty much every single ticket. Still can't buy annual passes, by the way. Wouldn't this be the podcast where you would come to find those answers? Yeah, you you would think so. I I just saw that like they updated a lot of people very upset by it. Let's see. How much? I, and I uh, understand. We, we you were, dist- how much, you how were distracted much by Disney eggs and the dog trying to eat people food. Well, Disney just had, they had their, um, their, the shareholders meeting and they're basically saying like this last quarter was the best quarter ever yeah that's what they're saying i did, uh, I did read that including for the theme parks it was like the yeah. best quarter ever for the theme parks and they're still raising prices they're still i mean it's just like i i mean i guess it's so packed that they're like well we'll just make people pay more money until they say no and then stop raising prices so that's uh sucky <laughs> right, yes. I'm trying to be. This is a positive yeah. podcast. Yeah, that, where we, we talk about our love well, of not, these things, but that that's not sucky. Uh, I think a real sucky thing. But also, they're not the only ones that are doing it. Everybody is. McDonald's is doing it. Tons yeah. of places are doing it. They're recording record profits and raising their rate their their cost and not paying their their uh, their talent any yeah. more money. Yeah. So Ben's got Ben. Do you have the answer of how much uh, costs went up yesterday? Yeah. So this is from WDWMagic.com. Uh, price increases for Walt Disney World multi-day theme park tickets, February 2022. Uh, it looks like uh, one to three day tickets remain unchanged. Uh, but uh, let's see here. The cheapest five day base ticket is now four hundred and eighty four dollars, an increase of over twenty dollars from four sixty three. The wow. 10 day ticket sees the largest price increase from five hundred and fifty three dollars to five hundred and eighty two. Wow. Okay. Man, you're going to take your family to Disney so. for a week. You got to sell your car to do it. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's the thing, too. Like like a single day ticket to get to Disney, like with a park hopper option is, is like one hundred and forty or one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. So once you do those multi days, that's when it starts going down. Also, if you can do a thing where like you pick one specific park, you don't hop, then that's going to be a lot cheaper too. What do you think the chances are mm-hmm. that when you buy your eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar Disney home in the desert of mm-hmm. Palm Springs, so that you can party next to, uh, oh gosh, I don't know, uh, the, the Kardashians have a house out there, right? Probably. Yeah, uh, I think. Uh, I think. Uh, Is it Bonnaroo that's out there? I think like. Bonner, I don't know. I don't know. There's there's some concert out there that people go to. Oh yeah. Well, I know Palm Springs is where rich Californians go to uh, find themselves for a weekend. Yeah, or e- boy, easily. I, I think Bonnaroo might be California, or it might be Tennessee. But uh, it, maybe it's uh, the other one. Yeah, it's, it's Tennessee is for Bonnaroo. What, what's the other one? Uh, Lollapalooza is in Chicago. No, not all. Yeah, but it, what's it's the big Coachella. Coachella. Is that's that what, what, that's the one of? I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can't say that I've ever been to Coachella. Anyway, what do you think the chances are when you buy your uh, ex- exceptionally overpriced Disney community home? I'm going out on a limb there and guessing <laughs> that it's uh, expensive. That you get any kind of discount to a Disney park with it? Probably very slim. Yeah, not like a hey, you just you just paid a million dollars for it to live in the Disney community. Here's a, f- a one weekend a year free at yeah. Disneyland. No, okay. no, not even a weekend. It'd be like here's a Tuesday yeah. and a Wednesday ticket. You know, blackouts a <laughs> pending. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good in February and in October. <laughs> you know, that's about it. Uh, How do you feel about the first week of December? <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it, I, I'm just I'm very I'm I'm curious about this to see how yeah. well it does because Disney has been doing this this premium ex, like this premium 
like event type stuff, especially like the Galactic Star Cruiser now, $6,000 for a couple to stay there for two nights. That And that's the experiential one, right? Yeah. That's you, the, can, you go to the ice to get ice, and then suddenly you're on a mission exactly. with a smuggler. Yeah, yeah. Chewbacca grabs you. You're trying to and, smuggle the Diet Coke back to your room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so like, I'm curious if stuff like this, like this really premium stuff, if it's going to hit or if it's going to be something where they overshoot. Because yeah. I've got a feeling the Galactic Star Cruiser, they're going to, it's after six months, no one's going to be, you know, clamoring to get there. Like they're going to either drop rates or change the experience significantly. Uh, I just realized I'm on codeine. I mm-hmm. might sound a little dumb, so I apologize. It's, Again, uh, it's, it's the, because it's you the, went to the orthodontist. Yeah, or the uh, endo- endodontist. It's the, it's the, well, my mouth is all numb, so I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I got fat mouth. Yeah. And then I just realized I'm on some pain meds too. So That's okay. Hopefully I'm coherent <laughs> you, you sound you sound fine so far but all right enough of the uh, sort of catching up don't oh yeah don't forget too we have merchandise in the store we have store.roosteeth.com i've got a shirt on jeff's got one of our old school annual pass shirts on new in the store we have our pin set our starter pin set which is fantastic uh grab that it's got little little pins of jeffrey and myself it's got the, the logo it's got the annual pass text we have our old uh, our first pin which is the the snowball pin which i or the the snow globe pin which i really really love as well now you have something to put it on you have a lanyard to put it on so grab those in the store store.roosteeth.com it supports annual pass and you know when you buy when you buy that stuff then uh you know we we can we convince other people to make more stuff for us which sure. is great also we've got a discord as well which the discord is popping off jeff if you buy these pins uh-huh eventually we will sell you a home <laughs> Well, the annual pass community somewhere near Lake Tahoe, it'll it'll be great. <laughs> Jeff, I still got to get you in the Discord. Uh, people, we we have a uh, we have a, a, a like art and memes channel inside of our Discord, and uh, along with our new shirts we put out, that we did some green screen shots of me. And I saw those. Of, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and our the art group inside of the Discord has been just, like putting me everywhere. It's been hilarious. So uh, it's a lot of fun. Also, the Runners Club in there has been great. We still need to come up with a, like a proper name for the Runners Club, but um, yeah, everyone's being super supportive so uh yeah I'm, I'm excited for it. you still get it you get to join me for the 5k next year or a 10k or a half marathon or something well, let's see let's see how, how it goes with my mouth <laughs> yeah, your teeth. in theory yes. they, they might shake out speaking, speaking of which next weekend like uh I, i'm less than a week and a half away from running a half marathon that's oh, yeah, yeah I've, I've been i was so focused on the marathon now that i've done that i'm like oh yeah i'm just gonna knock out a half next sunday no it's big an deal. old hat to you now yeah so, so i'm, I'm going go. out to orlando next friday and then running on sunday and then coming back on monday so It'll be lots of fun. I'll let you know how it goes. I'm, I'm going to hit up Universal and I think one of the Disney parks while I'm there. So we'll, we'll talk about that in okay. a couple weeks. But now, Jeff, let's get into today's episode. We are talking about Journey into Imagination with Figments. This is at Epcot and it's been there since, uh, well, Journey into Imagination was a, an opening day attraction. Okay. Um, do you know anything about this attraction? Did, do you, oh, you, as a matter of fact, I know you've been at least been in front of it by the description of um, where you were back in yeah, 1983 yeah. or two. I, I probably went on the original ride. Yeah, I just I, I, maybe I, maybe it'll ring a bell when you. Okay, well, it. unfortunately, the original ride is gone. Right, and uh, in the original ride, there was a character named Figments. Right, 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 which was created by the Dreamfinder. We've talked about him before. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and so the Dreamfinder he creates Figments, which is this little purple dragon dude, and uh, and now and then you know ultimately uh, that was a ride sponsored by Kodak and. There's some fantastic documentaries um, online about sort of what happened with the original the, the original ride. I absolutely recommend you check those out. Um, but the, sort of you know the the TLDR version of it is uh, Kodak was uh, running low on funds in the sort of late '90s because yeah. you know digital cameras were becoming a thing and Kodak had been you know a lot of film 
you know, for a long time, they weren't really on the forefront of that. And so um, they didn't have the money to give to Disney to kind of upkeep the ride. So they're like, well, Disney basically said, we need to do something to Epcot. We need to change up something. We're going to change this ride. We need some money. Kodak gave them a little bit of money, and with that little bit of money, they completely changed up what Journey into Imagination was, and they turned it into Journey into Your Imagination, which uh, was not good. Yeah, how do they know my imagination? Get out of my head. <laughs> so, uh, so, and then uh, from there, uh, the response was not positive, so they, they reworked it after a couple of years, and now it's Journey into, Your, Journey into Imagination with Figment, which is kind of the second version of the ride with Figment sort of you know, ramshackled into it as well. Gotcha. So uh, from Disney's website, just imagine dragons. <laughs> the Institute's beleaguered chairman, Dr. Nigel Channing, played by Eric Idle, sets out to prove how the five senses captured the imagination, but he's upstaged by the mischievous figment. Prepare for surprises galore as you travel through a series of vivid, whimsical sensory labs. Learn about all five senses as Figment turns the lab upside down and causes quite a stink in the smell lab. Let your imagination run wild on this marvelous madcap musical adventure. That's that's uh, the the copy from Disney's website. So uh, yeah, this is um, this when you walk into Epcot. Uh, you know, you got the big big ball in front of you. You know, you walk in. It's got Fan, the, the Phantasm Ball. Uh, the Phantasm Ball. And then off to the right side, uh, which is now, I think it's it's uh, Celebration. Like, uh, Celebration. I forget. that they, They've changed all the names of it. But on the right side, you've got Living with the Land. and Or you've got Living with the Land, Journey, uh, 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 the Living Seas, or Journey into the Sea. Oh, God. I think Journey into, or is it the Living Seas? The Living Seas, Land. And then imagination on the right side. Imagination is the one with the big glass pyramids. And out in front of it has the waterfall that goes up instead of down. And also it has the jumping water. That's the thing that you took a photo in front of, right? Why do you call it? Well, it's a dumb joke. But <laughs> why would they? Water? Why? <laughs> honestly, why would you call it a waterfall if it goes up? That's true. Would it be a water up? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. What water rise? Water, water, water up sounds lame. Yeah, water rise sounds better. Sounds a little bit better, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you a reverse waterfall, which I guess technically would just be a water. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let let us know in the comments if you can think of a better name for a reverse waterfall. Hmm. I guess reverse waterfall doesn't sound too bad. Definitely not a fan of water up. <laughs> that sounds like if you're like playing football and like the the, the water boys on the sides like, hey, water up, water up, water up. Water up. All right. Uh, Anyway, uh, that's also right next to where the uh, we, we talked about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids attraction. Mm -hmm. The the 3D movie is right over there. Now the, um, the the theater that used to hold that, I think does like a Pixar 3D thing, is in that theater. But also over there in that Imagination Pavilion is this attraction, which is uh, Journey into Imagination with Figment. Uh, so it initially, again, it's initially started as Journey to Imagination, then Journey into Your Imagination. Now Journey into Imagination with Figment. With Figment, yeah. Uh, we'll do an episode on the original version someday with uh, you know Figment and the Dreamfinder and kind of talk about that because it was an amazing attraction. I remember riding it back in the day and uh, sort of where everything landed from that. Um, the original version of the attraction shuttered on October 10th, 1998 for a massive renovation. So this was around the time that uh, you know Animal Kingdom was opening, Islands of Adventure was opening, and it was kind of like a resurgence and people coming back to the parks. Really, the the sort of the end of the 90s was a heyday for theme parks in general. And that carried into the early 2000s, then 9-11 happened, and then everything went dark for a while. Mm. So uh, this was sort of like, it was starting to peak, and then uh, and it kind of fell down, and now we're getting back to another peak where things are starting to get big again. So that's exciting for us. Uh, Journey into your imagination, which was the, the second version of it, 
So Epcot needed some uh, new blood, and they reworked the imagination attraction radically, removing Dreamfinder and only brief re- briefly referencing Figments and this new attraction starring Eric Idle reprising his role as Dr. Nigel Channing from the Honey, I Shrunk the Audience show. So the big thing of this was they wanted to tie everything in that pavilion mm. together. So like, hey, we'll have Eric Idle back. He'll play Dr. Nigel Channing, who's kind of like this, you know, right, right, right. the straight man and, and the whole thing while this chaos is happening around him. And so the idea was he was going to show you how all the senses worked. And I've watched some ride throughs of this one. I don't know if I ever rode this specific version of it, uh, but man, it was it was rough. It was very quiet, very just not a lot happening. And uh, it, I can imagine why people would lose their mind. And that, and that's that's the thing. After uh, after it came out, people were not happy with it. Like, there were a lot of complaints. People saying, like, well, why would you take away Figment and Dreamfinder? Right. Again, the only reference to Figment was, like, there's a constellation scene where he pops up. And then you can hear uh, Nigel talking to Figments in the darkness. But you never really saw, like, the purple dragon anymore. And people okay. were like, what the hell? Like, we love Figment. Why would you yeah. get rid of Figment? So Disney Imagineering was like, we got to rework this ride. And so on, uh, so it opened on October first, nineteen ninety nine, which was the uh, the anniversary of Epcot opening, and then it closed October eighth, two thousand one. So it went exactly two years and one week. Wow, <laughs> which is for a massive attraction to shut down that early is wild. Think about like you know. Do you think Barney is based off of Figment? Uh, How many purple dinosaurs are out there? I don't know. Well, he's a dragon technically. Oh, maybe. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I conflated dragon and dinosaur in my codeine head. <laughs> and mm. your and your regular head as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh I I, I don't know. I, I I would guess probably not. I mean, you know, Figment's a very tiny creature, Barney's very big and it's a, and, and it's a legal color, so I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. So once they took it down for the second time and then they reworked it again and uh, it reopened on June 2nd, 2002 as Journey into Imagination with Figments. Uh, I had a very similar narrative, like really they didn't change up the sort of layout of everything, but they did just rework stuff. Um, Now there's a musical tune, which they brought back One Little Spark, which was the name of the song from the original Dreamfinder version of the ride. They brought it back and and, redid it again. And uh, and now Figment is everywhere. <laughs> like you can't you can't. There's not. I don't think there's a single scene without Figment in it. Uh, so they still have the five sense labs. They're they're back again, which is you know or they you know it starts off saying like oh we're gonna go through all the all the senses, which is do, do you know the five senses, Jeff? Can you name off the top of your head? Uh yeah sure man. Uh touch uh-huh. smell uh-huh. eyes yep hearing uh huh taste. There it is. Sight, sound, smell, touch, and taste. And uh, the idea was Figment would put a spin on each one. Uh, there is a, uh, you know, of course he does that. And there's a really cool disappearing butterfly effect thing where, like, as you're moving, this butterfly, like, in this cage just vanishes right in front of you. It's a really, really cool effect. That was, like, the only thing that carried over, like, intact from the the remake of the attraction. So, like, the the one, the new one, like, the, it's similar stuff, but that was the one thing they're like, okay, we got that. <laughs> we, yeah, nailed, yeah. we nailed that one prop. So that one's still in. Um, it's in the sight section of the ride as you're moving between. Um, at one point, a Figment becomes a skunk, and he sprays you with skunk smell. Kids love that. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and once uh, once the the portion of the attraction goes to the the uh, the touch and taste, Dr. Nigel's like, no, 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 we can't do that. We can't do that because Figment's going to ruin everything. And then Figment, he takes over the ride, and then you go through Figment's house, which everything's upside down, which that also kind of carried over from the, the refurb as well. So they made it more Figment-esque. Initially, it was literally just a house that was turned upside down, and it's like, that's interesting, and it's just real quiet and kind of spooky. 
And uh, then, of course, you know, Dr. Nigel, he's like, yeah, well, if you can't beat him, join him. And then he decides to join along. And everyone's like, hey, it's imagination. We're having a good time. And one of the most horrifying things you'll ever see at uh, Disney, you see at the end of this attraction. It's Eric Idle made up as the moon. <laughs> and it's freaking scary. It's, it's weird as hell. It's, it's wild. And then after you're done with the attraction, you get off to the, the What If Labs, which is where they have a bunch of cool games and stuff. But uh, it's, it's, it's hard to explain. Jeff, would you like to just go with me on this attraction? Just take a ride with me on Journey into your or Journey into Imagination with Figment. Uh yeah, I would like to. I'm trying to look up uh I'm trying to look up Eric Idle as the moon. Oh, you'll see it. You'll see it okay. in this for yeah. sure. We'll we'll have it. So, Jeff, I'm excited to take you on this attraction. This is a uh, you know, it's been around for a long time. I think maybe you could use a little bit more work, but I am excited to take you on to Journey into Imagination with Figment. Are you ready, Jeff? I'm ready. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Jeff! Hey, Jeff! Hey man, how you going? feeling, dude? I've been better. How's how you your doing? mouth? It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. got some got some holes so in it. There's been a passage of time since we last spoke, I assume. <laughs> All uh, right, so I'm probably fine. Okay, well that's good. Uh, hey Jeff, we're at Epcot today. Yay! Yay! We're we're gonna go back to the Imagination area. I remember, love it. Remember that? That's where our we, return to Epcot. Return to Epcot. That's where we saw the the the, the 3D thing. How's your? Oh, you're right. Good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you holding your jaw? Yeah, <laughs> just holding, just <laughs> hugging it. All right, well Jeff, instead of going to the well, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids isn't there anymore. But instead of that, we're going to Journey to Imagination with Figment! Yay! Yay! All right, so Jeff, we're going to get in line. And, oh, hey, Jeff, while we're in line, they have a bunch of cool props and stuff from, like, uh, they're, they're, look, it's Dr. Wayne Zielinski. Oh, hey, from and, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, and, and Dr. Brainerd, who's Robin Williams from the Flubber movie. Oh. It's, like, a lot of cool stuff, and there's, like, a bunch of doors and things and Dr. Nigel's office. But, hey, okay, Jeff, we're, we're in. We're Okay, we're in a car now. We're ready. We're going we're gonna to go on the ride. You ready? Uh-huh. All right, here we go, Jeff. All right, so we're on the thing. So we start off, and it's 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 Doctor Nigel's talking to us about the ear. Yeah, he's talking about like, oh, we're going to the sense lab, Smell. and he's gonna tell us all the different things. And you can hear him. He's like, all right, we're gonna go on this tour of the, all the the sense and, and all the different things. And and Doctor oh, Nigel's there, there, and he's like, hey, okay, I'm gonna tell you all about the senses. But then look, Figment shows up, Aww. Jeff. Oh, Figment's there. Yay, Figment! And, and he's like, and Doctor Nigel's like, like Figment, we're trying to do all these things, but uh, you know, Figment's like, well, no, let's let's have fun with it. You know, we can't just do a normal thing. We he's gotta. A fun little dragon. He's a he's a fun little flying dragon thing, Jeff. And so here we go. We're gonna start off. We're starting off in the sound lab. Look, it's Figment. He's a little little guy. He's got a little sweater on. Do you think Figment is full grown? Because uh, the dragons in Game of Thrones are much larger. That, that is true. I think he's full grown. So okay, we're starting off in the sound lab, Jeff. Okay. Now, everything's gone dark, and you can hear all the different things like blown by. It's like whoa, and there's a train. Whoa, train noise. <laughs> I'm assuming hopefully Dennis will add that stuff in. But there's yeah, a whole bunch yeah. of noises and it's like, whoa, when you think when you use your imagination, anything can come true. Because it wasn't actually a train, Jeff. We just heard a train. It was a train trick. Alright, Jeff, so now as we're passing, like we see this like computer room. Oh look, Jeff, inside it says no shoot no uh no sneakers allowed. <laughs> get it? Get it? It's that I, movie. Yeah, 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 I got with it. Kurt Russell. And there yes. was a jacket hanging up there too. Alright, Jeff, we're gonna move on to the vision lab, okay? The vision lab. Here it is. We we see like it's this this little thing here, and the figment's like Oh yeah, use your vision, and then look, he sings, but he breaks the thing, and he spells oh, out no. his name. That's cute. No, oh, look at him singing along, and it's like, one little spark, something named Figment, I think, and you're supposed to sing along. He's got it. You're doing great. Like, look, one spark of light, one spark of light, 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 your, light your fancy, fancy. your mind's more. more. 
Then Don't watch your eyes see. And then Jeff, look, the, the sign is like hard to read because it has the wrong words for the thing. But look, Jeff, Jeff, look, it's the butterfly. It's the butterfly. Look at it. Watch it. Watch it, Jeff. Watch the butterfly. Oh, it's disappeared right in front of your eyes. Oh, that's very cool. Well, that's very cool. That's so cool, right? I they love They call it. that the butterfly effect. They do. They do. Okay, Jeff, we're in the smell lab now. Okay. <laughs> Someone get Ashton on the phone. All right, we're in the smell lab, but like, like Figment's turned it into like a, a slot machine. Oh, and he sprayed us with skunk smell. Oh, that was gross. Gross, Jeff. Oh, okay. Now we're moving on. We're gonna keep going through here. Uh, oh, okay, so now Nigel's like, no, we, we got, we can't go to the taste lab. That'd be gross. Who knows what Figment do? And Figment's like, cool, I'll do it myself. Then he's like, I'll take over the tour. And now he says, we're gonna turn your imagination upside down, Jeff. We're going to Figment's house. And look, everything's on the ceiling, Jeff. Oh, that's adorable. It's Look, everything's upside down. How? How does that even work? I don't know. There's a toilet and there's a sink. Watch out for the, the coffee pot. That's that's dangerous, probably. I don't, I don't know. Okay, Jeff. Well, we made it through, and Dr. Nigel's like, well, I guess, you know, with imagination, anything can come true. And and so he's very excited. And then Figment's like, all right, well, you know, maybe, maybe like, I, I don't know what he says exactly. But then he blows up. It's like, oh, my gosh. And everyone's like is shocked because it's bright, and now there's figments everywhere! Yay! There's so a rainbow. He, he exploded into multiple figments. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them now, huh. and it's and it's all singing and happy and dancing, and everyone. There's it's a big planes. rainbow. Look at the look at little figment working on stuff, and oh, look at the stars, and look at the creepy Aragonite. <laughs> that is, that's like very David Lynch. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's uh, oh boy it's very very spooky <laughs> yeah it's it's the it's the moon Doctor Nigel Channing look at all the crazy stars that's really neat and so Jeff it's in the song talking like that little spark imagination oh, oh whoa. What? what was that? Did he see all the stars went away and now it's the exit now? Oh, that's that. Whoa! That dude loves his job. All that. right. Well, Jeff, we made it through the, the thing. Are you full of imagination and love and I, fancy? I, I'm filled to the brim with imagination. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a whole lot of imagination to be had. Just you know, yeah. And so you can live your whole life with imagination. It makes things so much nicer and more more exciting. Is the moral of the story? Absolutely, I think so. That's it. If you haven't seen the um, the creepy Doctor Nigel Channing moon face, it's terrifying. Um, and if you have, you'll you'll set about trying to figure out how to unsee it. <laughs> Well, at some point, we're going to have to go out to Epcot and actually ride this thing together, Absolutely. so it'll be a lot Absolutely. of fun. But So that's it for as far as like the history of it. I have some fun facts. There are quite okay. a few fun facts, as a matter of fact, here. Um, so originally, Figment was going to be green. That was the idea behind hmm. Figment. They were going to make him green, but uh, Kodak had an issue with that back in the early 80s. Can you think of any reason why Kodak would have an issue with Figment being green? Kodak the company? Yes. Is it related they, they to... Were the, Kodak was the sponsor of the Imagination Pavilion. I mean, is this related to photography in some way? Kind of, yes. No, I don't know. So Kodak, uh, they you know they were sort of like the rainbow was kind of there, or like the orange and black was sort of their, their yes, color scheme. Yes. Green was Fujifilm's oh, color of you're choice. You're right. You're right. It was. So Fujifilm yeah. was Still is, was Kodak's biggest competitor in that market, and they were like, we can't have it be green because that's Fujifilm. So they're like, make it purple. And so that's why that's why Figment became purple. There you go. There you go. Uh, a large portion of the original track is actually under the new queue area of the ride. So basically, they like halved the length of the original ride. And so as you're walking to get on the attraction, the uh, the floor you're on is actually part of where the old ride used to be. That's very cool. And so that was actually from one of our Discord users. So thanks to Jimmy King 211 on our Discord uh, group. That was kind of cool. Thank you for that. Uh, as you go in, you see other inventors from the Disney universe, including Wayne Zelensky. 
Kowalski, Professor Brainerd, who's the the flubber guy, and uh, and you also see a door for Dean Finder, which is Dream Finder. So I don't know if he's a dean and his name is like is he Dean Dreamfinder or is it supposed to be like Dean Finder or what? But I think that's probably just a coincidence when you're reading it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's one fun fact for you that uh, you will probably appreciate. I don't know how many other people out there might, but the original voice of Figment, who has been changed for the new version of the attraction, the original voice of Figment back in the '80s was done by Billy Barty. Really? He, yeah. And so he was the original voice of Figment. Wow. Which, uh, if you don't know Billy Barty, he was an actor. Uh, he was a uh, he fought for a lot of rights for little people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in the movie Willow. He's in UHF. He plays uh, 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 Niles McIntosh or Two what? Fantastic Noodles. films. Noodle, by the way. Noodles, Noodles McIntosh. McIntosh. Uh, he was also in Life Stinks, and he was in Masters of the Universe. But yeah, so he was the original voice of um, uh, <laughs> Masters of the Universe, the movie or the cartoon? The movie, the movie, <laughs> the Dolph Lundgren movie. Yeah, that was a great movie. Great, great movie. You know, in his world, they don't say goodbye. They say safe journey. Safe journey. Safe journey. Oh, Matt, was it Man in Arms? I think yeah. that. Uh, so the new the new figment though is voiced by Dave Goles, G O E L Z. He has worked so uh, he's actually worked with Muppets for a while. Like he okay. he worked with the, the Henson Muppets. So Dave Goles, fun fact, does the voice of Gonzo, and it was actually like the creator of Gonzo. Oh wow! Yeah, so this guy he's got some chops behind. Gonzo is one of the best Muppets. He is. He's, he's top five. And not only that, uh, so appropriately because you know there's a lot of doctors in here. Uh-huh. He also does the voice of Doctor Hunson. Uh, Bunsen? Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. Excuse okay. me. <laughs> Bunsen Honeydew. Bunsen Honeydew. So, yeah. So, he's technically also a doctor as well. So, that works out. Uh, One Little Spark, which is the song that carries through the entire attraction that you can't get out of your head, that earworm, of course, was written by the Sherman Brothers, who wrote pretty much every oh, single yeah. Disney earworm yeah. ever. Yeah, of course. So, uh, yeah. So, they wrote the original one back for the original ride, and they've carried it over. They've reworked some of the lyrics, obviously. I mean, I don't think they did, but the lyrics have been reworked a little bit for the new version of the attraction. But there you go. There's a reference to the computer who wore tennis shoes in the uh, in the you know in the little server room as you go by. Absolutely, there's a sign that says no tennis shoes allowed, and also there's a jacket from the college from the movie. That's very cute. Classic '80s or classic Disney movie. I yeah, think that was the '80s, maybe '70s, 70s, probably. Uh, yeah. Kurt Russell in it. Um, there is also uh, yeah. So not only that, uh, Figment has blown up lately. Do you know why? Do you know why Figment has been in the news lately, Jeff? Uh, dra- dragon rights. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was Game of Thrones. When oh, that, okay. that was that was huge. Uh, no, I don't. I guess I don't know. So recently, uh, the new big thing for Disney is they have popcorn buckets. That's the big thing. You go get collectors popcorn buckets. Uh, they had like the they had Millennium Falcon popcorn buckets when they opened up the uh, the whole new you know Black Spire Outpost area of Star Wars. Uh, they had the 50th anniversary like ear balloon popcorn buckets. Popcorn bucket's the big thing at Disney right now, and they released a figment popcorn bucket that the day they came out, there was a almost seven-hour line to get a figment popcorn bucket. Wow. Yes. They're like 25 bucks, and they were selling on eBay. I think the one that sold for the highest was like $700 or something along those lines. Uh, then, But, of course, as soon as you know people realized that, they started putting all of them on eBay. Drove the price down. Drove the price way down. I think you can get them for like 50 bucks now. And they don't. They come with popcorn or they, not? They came with a bag of popcorn. Okay. So okay. it wasn't just like dumped in. They actually came with like a little bag of popcorn you could put in there if you want. Nice. Um, they have since brought out more popcorn buckets, or they have now more, more figment popcorn buckets because they realize, oh, people want to buy these things, and Disney hates eBay. 
eBay. <laughs> Disney hates <laughs> eBay scalpers. So they're now releasing more. But instead of having a big line, you do like a mobile order thing where okay. you buy it through your phone. So no, you don't have to That's wait in line cool. for six yeah. hours. They had them recently. Like I think last week they brought them back. And so I don't know if they immediately sold out again or whatnot. But um, yeah, that's uh, pretty wild. But that was, a, that was a huge news story. People waiting in line for six hours for a bucket of popcorn, Jeff. And then you see like photos of families with like 30 of them. And Good it's Lord. Like, All right. I get it. Um, so Kodak, as I mentioned before, throughout this thing, they were a longtime sponsor of the Imagination Pavilion for almost 30 years. Ended their sponsorship in August of 2010. So uh, now I think it's the the company that does the um, like the photo pass type stuff. They are now the sponsor of that pavilion. Mm. So yeah, uh, and also not only that at the the what if portion or the, the what if pavilion at the uh, the end of the ride where like there was a bunch of cool games and stuff for kids. There was if you've seen any old photo promos of Epcot from like the eighties, there was this rainbow tunnel. It was like a neon rainbow tunnel. Very very iconic imagery. Um, that was part of the imagination exit. Mm-hmm. It was like part of that little area. It got really, really popular because Michael Jackson actually did a photo shoot inside of that neon tunnel. Like Michael Jackson loved Disney. He ended yeah, up building, yeah. you know, he ended up doing his own theme park. Yeah. Um, and so Michael Jackson was all about this. And there's you know, lots of photos of him in like this rainbow neon tunnel. And uh, yeah, and I remember seeing that tunnel when I was a kid. But now that tunnel has been completely destroyed and is gone, mm. which is sad. Now That's the too bad. the up, that was in the upstairs area, part of the What If Labs, and now it's a Disney Vacation Club like lounge, and uh, the area where all that stuff was was walled off. But people have snuck back there, and it's gone now, mm. which is very very sad. So. Uh, yeah, but that's it. That's pretty much all of the uh, the fun facts I have. There's a ton of information about this attraction. If you want to learn more about uh, Journey to Imagination, there's I, I think I, I don't know if Defunct Land wrote something or did a video on it, uh, but there's a lot. Like, I think Expedition Theme Park made a video on it. There's a lot of really really cool videos out there you should check out. Absolutely, those were those facts were indeed fun, and I bet if you <laughs> if you search for more, they'll be just as fun. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, Jeff. This is the portion of the ride where we talk about, or we, we you know, we look over questions. People yeah, yeah. have asked this over at roosterteeth.com. These questions are from the Shrek 4D episode we did a while ago. Really okay. quickly, before you Go dive ahead. into that, Defunct Land has a 22-minute video on the history of Journey into Imagination. Well, that's you should check out. There you go. So go check out Kevin's video from our, our buddy Kevin from Defunkland, who uh, was trending on Twitter yesterday. By the way, oh wow, yeah, yeah. When the when this uh, the story living thing came out, people were like, "Oh, Defunkland's going to be all over this." And Kevin's yeah. like, "Oh God, I don't know what to do." <laughs> he he, uh, he he actually just got a laser. Like he he wanted to figure out how to make laser shows, so he's been playing with a laser. <laughs> it's like, all right, man, good for you. That's yeah, awesome. There you go. So that dude is so smart. Check out all his stuff. Defunkland is awesome. Watch our video where we talk with uh, with Kevin from Defunkland. It was really great. It was a couple weeks after the uh, his line video popped out, mm-hmm. which he's got almost 8 million views on that video. That's crazy. Which is awesome. So here we go from the Shrek 40 episode. This is from Siren Omelia. Uh, so we recorded this one at home. That was This was one of like the ones we couldn't get out for. Um, it, said, it said, came for Jack and Jeff, stayed for the cat. <laughs> so I think this is where I think Cooper was walking yeah. across in front of the camera. Water Bubbles 995 says the donkey meet and greet in Hollywood location is still there next to the entrance to the Kung Fu Panda show. It's still one of the most popular meet and greet areas based uh, on every time I went. Yeah. So that's good to hear that donkey yeah, is absolutely. still out there as well. The, the the performers that do those those improv basically meet and greets as the characters are amazing. There's Turtle Talk with Crush over at Epcot. There's, you know, Donkey as well. There's some, you know, the the uh, uh, laugh floor at, at Magic Kingdom, the the Monsters Inc. laugh floor. It's it's awesome. You should check those out. Um, 
Ace OX80 says, what has been your favorite interaction with a character within a park like a donkey meet and greet or stormtroopers marching through? For Jeff, I'll broaden the question to who would you like to see since you've had fewer opportunities? So have you had any experiences with any characters or is there anyone you would like to see in a theme park in, in character? Can you think like maybe like like Merida from Brave or any theme park? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, is there any is there any fictional character or even historical character that you would like to encounter in a theme park and be like, well, that that was really neat. I mean, when I was a kid, it would have been Goofy. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, as an adult, you're an adult now, so I I like uh, I like Winnie the Pooh a lot. Really? I wouldn't mind meeting Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that's yeah. cute. I didn't know that. I, I would like to hug Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> You want to give Winnie the Pooh a big I hug? I would like that, yes. I think Crystal Palace, which is a restaurant at, at Disney, I think they have all of the um, the Winnie the Pooh characters. That's where they hang Oh, out. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, that'd be cool. So we'll go do breakfast over there. And yeah, go, no. And I, go see Tigger and Piglet. And, I would love to meet Eeyore or Piglet or Tigger as well. Okay. Uh, but, but Winnie, yeah. All right. How about you? Uh, for me, so... Uh, one of my favorite things was when I was working at Great Movie Ride, uh, there was a break room for the characters uh, just above our attraction. So we would get them out all the time. And uh, there was a King Louie from Jungle mm, Book. Who, yeah. Who, uh, that, that King Louie was super into it. They would get going because like right when they'd come out after, you know, they, they come out of the break room. They're all in character. And like there was a big group of them. So you'd see I, I want to say like Tigger was out there. Uh, there was a, you know, King Louie. Uh, I forget. There was like two or three other characters, kind of random characters, like Aladdin. I know like Aladdin, Jasmine, and Genie yeah, showed yeah. up too. But this King Louie, uh, he would run out and like charge on all fours, whereas like his knuckles were hitting the ground. And every now and then he would roll. He would like jump and roll. Oh wow! Which was awesome. It was like the coolest thing ever. And yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh! Because King Louie's not a small dude, and no. so so seeing him move around like that was a lot of fun. Um, also, I've talked about it before in the past, but uh, I went to the first time I went to Black Spire Outpost in Disneyland in California. Um, there was a Chewbacca walking around because it was it's kind of cool. The characters out in California, they don't really interact. Like they don't mm. stop to like I'm going to take photos now. Like they kind of just sort of do, do their, their thing. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I've experienced that. As and well, you can yeah. kind of like catch them. Like if Chewbacca is walking, like run, catch a selfie with them, but he's not going to stop. Yeah, yeah. And so this Chewbacca was walking around. He is, they have handlers too, but. Uh, at one point, he was walking, and there was a guy with had a shirt on that said like the Sith was right or something like that. And Chewbacca stopped and just stared at this guy and just just mad dogged him for like two minutes. Like this guy just, just stopped and is just watching him the whole time. That's funny. Just staring at him it was hilarious. So that'd probably be mine. So okay, but now uh, now this is the portion of the show where I ask a question of the audience, and then you guys respond on on the comments over at roosterteeth.com, and then I randomly select someone from the comments to give a theme park map autographed by Jeff and I. So uh, here we go. The question I asked during the Shrek 4D episode is, "What is your favorite souvenir that you've got in an amusement park?" Which uh, we've we've got a, quite a few. So uh, Rocky AF says, "My favorite souvenir that I got in an amusement park is a Joker T-shirt." Uh, T-shirt and a can from Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey. I think I threw this one for New Jersey mm. for you. However, I cannot wait to go to Disney World for the first time and build a lightsaber from Savi's workshop. Yeah, a lot of, very cool. A lot of people talking about that. Yeah. That's that's one of the things that I want to do. I I thought like oh, I don't I don't think I'll ever want to do that. And then I watched a video of it, and now I'm like, oh, that looks really really cool. It does look cool. Don't want if you if you if you're ever thinking about doing it, don't, don't. watch a video because there is like stuff that happens that it, I spoiled it for myself, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, the Rybar says my favorite souvenir has to be the time turner I got in Harry Potter world back in 2009 is the most authentic one sold as it were just like in the film wait does that mean it actually goes back in time 
I don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, bought it riding after riding Hogwarts 4D ride months before Jack says that it was open. So I guess they must have bought it right when it was still in soft open. Kristen in May says, my favorite souvenir is from the resort and not the parks itself. I honestly love Universal Hotel Room Keys. I have made a shadow boxes of our room keys and our buttons anniversary and my birthday. It's my favorite thing, but it makes me smile when I look at it on our wall. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, did, yeah. Uh, They always have like the, the images on the hotel room keys, mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool. That I, is very cool. I appreciate that, and it's also free. Well, it comes to the, it comes <laughs> it the, comes hotel, the hotel room. room yeah. yeah, so not exactly free. Taz 5824 says, my family still have our pictures from our Leave a Legacy shoot at Epcot. They are pretty neat because our photos are laser etched onto slabs. It's also pretty crazy to look back at those photos because I was so young, yet I remember taking our pictures so vividly. No. Being able to say that I'm a permanent part of Epcot is the best. So there was a thing called Leave a Legacy where in front of the uh, in, in front of the Phantasm Ball out in front, they had these like these giant marble like pillar things. And on it were etched um, like metal that they were like photos that had been etched with people's faces on them. And so you could pay for it back in like the early 90s where you pay like 50 bucks or something and you take a photo and it was like a little like postage size photo that they would put on these giant columns. That's cool. And they lived there for like 20 years. Yeah. Um, now they have since all those photos, if you're looking to see them, they're st- they still exist um, just outside of the security area. They put them in a giant photo album. <laughs> kind of. They, they actually have a giant wall that they all of the photos, they basically reprinted them on this giant wall. They're not metal anymore. It's just actually it's like pictures, etched, like pictures that have been printed, mm-hmm. but you can go see those still. They're still outside. So if you're walking away from the park, it's on your right side. Oh, that's so cool. Go take a look at like it. Like the last thing you see. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's like as you go exit towards the, I think, Discovery parking lot, mm-hmm. you can see those. So check that out. The CNC Raider says, my favorite souvenir I've gotten from theme park would have to be the flakes of gold I panned at Knott's Berry Farm. I'm not talking about fool's gold or anything like that. This is real gold. During a fourth grade school trip to Knott's Berry Farm, they let us pan for real gold. It was such a memorable experience, and I'll treasure it forever. Absolutely. They have little gold flakes. He'll, he'll treasure his treasure forever. <laughs> Nerdy Girl 014 says, My favorite souvenir is a wooden replica of the Eiffel Tower at Kingsland. And it came with an authentic paint ship from the tower for the 50th anniversary of the park. Well worth the money for a piece of history for my favorite park. Do you think someone went, I wonder if it's it's a flake of paint from the, the one inside the park as opposed to the real one. Because I can't imagine anyone going to the ah. one in Paris and like chipping off paint. Yeah, from I don't. It, just collecting it in like a, <laughs> a bag and, and getting out of there. So, and then our winner here that I randomly picked is Charlie and Beck's Q. I have a very sentimental souvenir from Disneyland. I have a box full of confetti from the day I opened the park with my family. We got to ride the train with a bunch of face characters and got to do the opening ceremony that day. They also gave us framed photo with Mickey from that day where me and my then baby brother are clearly holding said confetti and streamers in our hands. It's one of my greatest memories. That's super oh, that's sweet. That's really sweet. Yeah, they always pick one family to yeah. open the park with if you get there early. So that's really cool. So congratulations, Charlie and Bex Q. I didn't know that. That's really neat. We'll reach out to you. And uh, yeah, and also, oh yeah, I, I forgot to mention too, I, we've been mailed some stuff. So people have actually mailed us some things. Uh, if you want to if you want to mail us, physically mail us, you can mail it. Annual Pass Care of Rooster Teeth, uh, 1901 East 51st Street, Austin, Texas, 78723. Uh, we, of course, I also have the, the, this is the Magic Kingdom thing. We're eventually going to build this on a YouTube let's, stream. Let's do that sooner than later. Yes. So uh, Jessica and Jennifer, the, the twins, sent this to me. Uh, but I've got a letter here. Hello, Jack and Jeff. Look at that handwriting. It's very good handwriting. Uh, hope you both are doing well. I recently went to Walt Disney World for my 30th birthday, and along with the 
50th anniversary stuff uh, and food and wine festival for the first time. I went to the new Mickey's Wait No Disney's Very Merriest After Hours party. I somehow was of sound enough mind at 2 a.m. after a full day to grab a second map for Jack to add to his collection. I hope you both have a wonderful rest of the year and thank you for this podcast as a former ride operator at my local park. I love hearing of other adults who love theme parks. Also, thanks for getting me through the two-hour Rise of the Resistance line. Enjoy mm-hmm. the map and thanks again, Lauren Michoud. Michoud. So thank you very much, and uh, and then she sent the uh, little apartment. It's it's the one themed around like the um, uh, like all the Christmas stuff. They do like special edition stuff. Thank so you, Lauren. Really cool. And here's a fun fact: if you've seen the uh, the the merch photos we did for the new stuff, I used this as a prop in the merch photo. So they have that, that's from Lauren. They have uh, some pretty good looking food here. <laughs> yeah, ginger apple funnel cake, dude. From they, Sleepy Hollow. They actually had uh, so for the merry the the very merriest holiday thing, they had all of the snacks were free. So they literally had like ice cream sandwiches and sodas and everything. You just go and they just hand it to you. It was wow. awesome. So I did that with my family back in December. Uh, I also received a, a wedding invite. <laughs> uh, Gary Barth- Bartholomew and Jasmine Gravitz. Uh, so I don't know if in October we're uh, doing anything, but Jeff, you want to go to a wedding with me? Yeah, where is it? It's in Aurora, Nebraska. Okay. You want to go to you want to go to Nebraska with I me? Can, yeah. I don't know if there's any theme parks in Nebraska, but we can do that. We'll figure that out. I, I don't think you knew what you were getting into when you invited us to your wedding, <laughs> Gary and Jasmine. And then also one last thing here I got in the mail. Uh, this is, hey, Jack and Jeff, thanks for the amazing annual pass podcast. My family and I have been going to Disneyland for years, and somehow we learn something new every time we listen to the show. Aww. Also, last May, I wore the annual pass shirt to Disneyland, and the workers on half the rides kept commenting on how they love the show. Oh. That's awesome. Thank That's you awesome. very much. Um, recently, for Christmas, we decided to get the kids and us Magic Keys to the Parks, which is the Disneyland version of the theme of the annual pass. Yeah. yeah. Um, each pass came with the enclosed artistic maps, and I figured Jack could use one of these first edition uh. Magic Key maps in the collection, in his collection, which is awesome. I've also enclosed the second map and a return envelope and the hopes that you both will sign it. But if you want to keep both copies, you're totally welcome to. No, so, we'll return well, it for sure. We'll, actually, we'll sign one of these and send it back to you. Uh, we love the show and look forward to it every week. I know you're coming out to Southern California to do a Chima Hunter live soon. I had tickets to the original show, but unfortunately, I won't be able to make it to the new date. That said, are you going? Are while you're in town, are you planning to do an annual annual pass meetup in or near Disneyland? Jeff, we look forward to seeing you at Level Up in Vegas. That you're going to a convention in Vegas, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, yeah. I think like <laughs> next weekend. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. Mike, which is uh, Mr. Clever Dad on Rooster Teeth. So thank you very much for that. Uh, we don't know. We like I've been trying to convince the the team after we do our Los Angeles version of uh, Achievement Hunter Live to go down to Disneyland. We'll see if we can make it happen. Uh, I'll probably stay for a couple days. You, you're going to be there too. Maybe we just I go down. So. I think so. We'll yeah. bounce down, go to Disneyland. Yeah. And you can go. we can go to Fantasyland and you can have your remembrance. I can go cry. <laughs> It'll be a blast. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, thank you very much for this. We will we will sign this guy and mail it back to you. Look, he like this. He did it right. Uh, he, he put postage on the thing with an envelope. Thank you very much, thank Mike. Thank you. Uh, so we'll get this back to you. So, but that's gonna do it today. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. That was that was a good episode. It was I fun. Feel. I had a good time. I, yeah. And so, uh, Jeff, we gotta get our figment popcorn buckets. Uh, looking forward to it. <laughs> did, did you learn anything today? Uh, dude, I don't even get me started. Uh, <laughs> I learned that there is no correlation between Barney and Figment. Yeah, yeah. I learned that Eric Idle, uh, while a tremendous actor, does not play a moon or a planet, uh... Uh, in a way that I find uh, entertaining. Uh, if anything, it was uh, it's horrifying. Horrifying. Yeah. 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 Was that, was it, shades of uh, shades of uh, <laughs> eraser head to me. Uh, well, David Lynch. Up yeah, it's like when the lady's singing in heaven. <laughs> He's got the big cheeks. It's very very creepy. Uh, very moon like. 
and and I learned that uh, popcorn buckets are the wave of the future they are. for collectibles. Oh, and I learned uh, that if you want to live in the desert, do it the Disney way. Do it the Disney way. So that's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much, everyone who listens and watches the show. Don't forget to subscribe over at YouTube.com slash annual pass. Grab yourself some new merchandise. Grab the pin set. We are going to be dropping a lot of pins over this year, uh, and that's the reason we have the starter kits. So, uh, yeah, you want to grab those. They're really, really awesome. Uh, Store.roosterteeth.com. we got new shirts. We have our Epcot shirt, which is awesome. I love that shirt so much. And, uh, and yeah, and then and don't forget to follow us on annual underscore pass on Twitter and on Instagram. Join our Discord as well. I'm in there all the time just hanging out and talking to people. It's been a lot of fun. And definitely definitely uh, join our YouTube channel because we will be doing a lot of stuff like this Disney puzzle yes. and maybe some theme park video games. Well, this is a Lego set. but Sorry, I was thinking puzzles yeah. because I want to do puzzles as well. But yeah. They'll do Legos, puzzles, all the fun things. Yeah, absolutely. Tac- tactile entertainment. Absolutely. It's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. We promise we got more stuff coming to that YouTube channel. We just got to find yeah. some editors. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we love you guys. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.